I'm gonna jam into the intro. <laughs> that intro be popping. Yeah, dude. I'm like, mm, mm, mm. what? She muted? Nah. Well, she is muted. Huh? I'm telling you. Let me tell you guys. This this here app wants to be so bougie sometimes because one day it's gonna you know unmute and then one day it's not gonna unmute. So anyways. <laughs> Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Lauren Hour podcast with your girl, Alora Danny. I am so excited to be here today because I have a very special guest. Hey, guest, go ahead and introduce yourself. What's your what's up, what's up, what's up? Oh, man, I'm just a humble brother, uh, part of Truth Entertainment Films as well as AAA Productions, known as Black V. Uh, the guy, if you don't know me, if you listen anywhere in the podcast world, you heard some of the other podcasts that I help produce or executive produce everything from pussy talks to queens with attitude to deep throat conversations to the triple a podcast to product in the 80s podcast so i you know small thing and part of everything major and i'm just happy to be surrounded by great people and continue to put out great content oh so you chris dad from everybody hate chris <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I got like a whole bunch of jobs, but, but I really don't do much at my jobs, but I just be putting my name on stuff. <laughs> okay, okay, boss. And then we have another special guest. Um, come Coming in from Nevada, right? Yeah, Las Vegas. All right. Well, oh, yes, Vegas in the house. Guys, go ahead and introduce yourself. Well, my name is uh, Frank Wade. I live here, reside in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, I'm a realtor here, also in law school. And doing a dual degree in uh, chain supply management and logistics as well. Uh, author of a book, um, Mega Sci-Fi Man, Root to the Q's, got to get that up, you know. Um, and then, you know, I just try to do a lot of things out here, man. Just love learning and uh, doing the things that I got to do, you know, beautiful family, wife, kids, you know what I'm saying? And uh, just trying to do my part, you know, in the community, man, to to move forward. So, you know. Awesome. I dig, awesome. I dig it, sir. All right, all right. I oh, like can I that. say something real quick? Uh, it's a hard not like podcast, too. I'm just going to get in trouble. Oh, Annie will kill me. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to Annie. Shout out to Annie. All right. Yeah, he said, hold on. I forget. I got one more. Let me add one yeah, more. Yeah, let me, let me add one more, you know, so I don't get killed. Listen, I'll be scared of Annie. okay guys so let me tell you why we are here today guys so we all know that yay has been making headlines like every other day seriously but i want to talk about one headline that he made um oh (laughs) how you doing shelly um he made headlines for and that was his comment of was oh slavery was a choice Slavery was a choice. So Ye made that comment in 2018, guys. It is 2022, and everyone is still talking about it. And it is still the topic of everyone's dinner conversation, lunch conversation, and even the steam room conversations. So I want to get into this because it is truly still ongoing. The steam is still uh, 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 going with this comment. So I want to start out by asking everyone in general, do you guys think slavery was a choice? Yeah or nay? Damn right it was. No, man. (laughs) So, um, I would say 
know initially when it first happened, but the the kings of each village made it a choice. They were wrapping up their own folks, putting them to the shore, and pretty much selling them to to the British and the Portuguese because they wanted the money. So, like, I would say initially, no. But over time, as it built up and they started noticing it was a business, then those villager leaders were the ones who were responsible. So it was a choice for them, but not the, the individuals involved. Okay. okay. So it's like a two-part answer on that question. Okay. So I'm going to let um, everyone else get their answers and we're going to dig in. Do you think it was a choice, Jamar? I mean, I'm sorry, Black B, do you think it was a choice? Um, yes and no. Being enslaved was not a choice, um, except for, like he said, I mean, if you dig deep to it, then yes, well, there were kings, there were kings and other tribes that conspired against each other. And then once they did the dirty work around and everybody up, they themselves found themselves rounded up. Um, and to, to quote, to answer it based off of how, in the context that Kanye meant it, I agree, slavery was a choice based off of the fact that his words was 400 years, 400 years, all y'all people, all on this plantation, all together, all y'all, and to continue to stay slaves for 400 years, that's that sounds like slavery is a choice to me. That sounds like mental, that sounds like mentally choosing to stay there. And we are still mentally slaves. That's what he said. She, you muted yourself again. Yeah, I, I muted myself <laughs> on purpose. So, um, uh, Frank, let me ask you the same question. Do you think, do you agree with Kanye's um, comments that slavery was a choice? Well, my answer is going to be no. And I, I want you to get where I'm going with this because I'm, I'm kind of going from being a law student and investigating and things and laws and all of this stuff mm -hmm. plays into play with all of this. Um, you got a couple factors that's going on, okay? You got something that's called British law to which a lot of that we still uh, deal with, which is called common law in the field of law. Um, and so when you're dealing with the slaves, and I agree, as the brother said, you did. You had uh, you had tribal leaders who were, who were actually helping that particular situation go on. But there's a couple factors that are going on. Uh, even within slavery, you had the question of religion, where you were dealing with Christianity, and you were dealing with uh, the Muslim religion. Mm -hmm. Now, under common law and British law, which a lot of people don't understand, is a lot of those slaves were coming through from over the period of time uh, that goes back into Jerusalem, into Africa, South Africa, West Africa, and different things like that. Now, you had the papals or the popes who made three major decrees. And the first decree was that started it all is about that they were going to take everything from us as humans, Blacks. They were going to take our wealth. This is in the papal decree. There's three of them. Uh, that we were going to lose who we are in the image of everything. These are historical facts. And then under common law, uh, common law says that if you were a Christian, you could not be a slave. They could not enslave you anywhere, whether you were black, white, or whatever. And this also played a play because if you get a chance to look at certain writings and you do deep writing, a lot of those slaves, even on the slave ships and even coming into America, 
declared that they were Christians and even went to court when they were here declaring mm -hmm. that they were Christians because you couldn't enslave a Christian. So what white slave owners started doing is started writing within the laws that unless you're white, you can't be a Christian. And, you know, unless you're white, you can't read or write. Now, we hear a lot of things talking about the slave Bible and different things like that. Yeah, they did do things like that because they took out. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to let you get to that. I just want to finish this point. Okay. Uh, and what they what they were getting to is like taking out passages like the Exodus because they didn't want them to uh, begin to try to like feel like it could empower them to make them, you know, rise up in different things mm -hmm. like that. And that that famous quote we like to use, you know, slaves obey your masters. But if you look at a lot of the writings that were back then, even in some of the slaves' own writings, okay, you okay. had these slave masters who were didn't want them to be Christian because they knew this. Even they didn't want them to be Muslim and what they were. See, we we tend to think that all they came over here with was just our, you know, quote unquote ancestors' religion. Mm -hmm. Many of the slaves came over here with Christian religion. And many of them came over with the Muslim religion. That's and true. So in the common law, which was practiced throughout England, if you were a Christian, you couldn't be a slave. And so many of them were trying to get their freedom based on that in the courts. And the courts were denying them. Now, you had slavery that was voluntary. Then you had mm -hmm. the brutality of slavery that was going on. So when I say no, when... Yes, they could have rose up, and many of them did. And a lot of people don't realize that many of them did. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. the power of the law was not on their side. And when you don't have the power, the power of the law, and the historians leaving that part out, and that's the part out. When they did rise up, it always hurt us when we were in slavery. Right, right. So Go ahead, Bess. Question for you regards when you sing law. Now are we talking yeah. about U.S. law. Are we talking about no. British, British law, law, common law. So because no, a lot talking, of things. No, no, I mean, I mean, like when you're saying the the we're going to courts and all that stuff. Where are they located? Those these people. Well, yeah. everything was based on British law, and even in here, and then okay. back the, the slavery trade started. started I know he. I know we're over there in Britain. No, be, because those laws that you say were common laws, those are state laws. Those are not laws. By um, this is probably pre-constitution. Yeah, pre-constitution. Colonial days. Okay, so mm -hmm. constitution, mm -hmm. right? Didn't um still had slaves. So when the constitution was first written. When the constitution, but did you hear what I just the, said? When then they started the making laws because you got to remember. Yeah. When we created the United States, it was really uh what it was really a coup because we already yeah. had a constitution. It here. was a military coup against it was a coup by yeah. George Washington and them. No, and they not, only not had authority. Not, it wasn't, not, it wasn't by George. It wasn't by George it was Washington. It was really the party that started it all. Yeah, yeah. It was a so, lot of them. It was, it, a, lot it was them. a lot of them. But that the Boston but, one was the the main one. But it was a to, lot of them. But to um, to to um, so your your answer is you don't believe it was a choice, right? I, I don't think it was a choice. I think that <laughs> maybe, like I said, they did rise up. A lot of them did mm -hmm. rise up. But yep. laws hindered them from going where they really wanted to go with it. Because there's many of them that did rise up. You can read well, the book of history. Of the United, what is the people's history of the United States? We're talking you know, about where like, there's actual uh, writings and stuff of things that were going on back then. Yes. Yeah. So let me 
So I'm going to get out of the laws real fast. So even though they went to court, because that is true, some of them were able to go to court and try to right. fight for it. Because if you were a Christian, you weren't supposed to be. You weren't supposed uh, to be a slave. That is that is true. And that's things, things like that is something that our U.S. We don't uh, take that. They don't, yeah, they want to leave it out just like that governor who wants to leave out the history of this country. And right. those are the things that fall through the cracks that people don't understand. So even though Kanye said it was 400 years, uh, that sounds like a choice to me. I got it, but then I didn't get it because yeah. after 400 years, you would start to rebel, you know? I mean, 400 years, that's a long time. Like he said, that, that pretty much sounds like a choice. But I want to challenge you guys to think this, right? So they come over here, and like people say, it was a choice. Where, how many, how many slaves were here in the U.S. at that time, and mm. where could they hide? Because it wasn't that many places that they could hide. Even if they were to rise up, where were they going to rise up and go? Well, at that time, they had the uh, North and South separated. By Jamar, that time, be vast. Right. Let Jamar go after you. Oh, no, go ahead, brother. I'll wait till you finish. I'm sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Initially, oh. when I first started, I, I'll let him finish. I'll go ahead and let him talk, but... No, no, he can no, go after you. I'm sorry. All right, so we, we need it. When you say 400 years and all that stuff, mm -hmm. we have to talk about when it first started, right? So, you know, you're talking about the 15, 1600s when it was beginning. Um, that's when it was... The slave trade didn't really take off until after the Americas were discovered. Because mm -hmm. then Portugal and South America... And in Horn of Africa, Britain, they made this trade. It was like a rotating circle. And it, and it was all because cash crops were also something they discovered back then mm -hmm. uh, in the Latin Americas. So they had even more reason to go and get it because down there they had the sugar cane. <coughs> they were pulling from oh. Latin Americas. And they were just using all that manpower. They didn't have manpower. So all it was was just how True. do we get manpower and how do we get it really fast? And that's how it was started. Let so me add to that. Going, add 200 years to it right and yeah. we're now having the colonial side and then we get into 1700s to the late uh mid 1800s the north and south started splitting so when he was saying about the church the courts and everything about people who were christians coming here that was in the later years that was in the 1800s when they were coming in because the laws were already established and they were saying you know the word was getting out hey if you are a christian you won't be enslaved if you run up to the north and declare you're a christian that was your safe haven. That, that was before yeah, that was before right. coming to America, yeah. though. That was but, way before they were brought here. That was the proclamation there. Like, you know, there were actually writings, though, from those who were on the ships who declared that they were in telling them on the ships. They don't tell us this in history. Yeah. They won't even let some of this stuff be accessible to people. Mm -hmm. You know, that 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 slaves were doing this even on the ships and before they were coming saying you can't do this. You, you yes. can't do this. And they want that. Some of that information is just not accessible to us. Yeah. Okay, and so they don't want it out there. Right. Yeah, right. Let me read this comment to the um, for um, from our um, fan. So Randy Easter said Africa participated, tra traded slaves for goods and resources from the British settlers. That is very true. That That's is true. very true, Randy. Um, go ahead, yeah, Jamar. Go ahead. Um, to, to piggyback off of uh, everything both the brothers said, my thing is this. If you go back to coming over on the ships uh, during the whole entire period until they stopped us from being to stop the whole uh, trading you had ancestors or brothers or uh, people who were 
who fought to the death. Some took some mutiny, took over ships, but didn't know how to whatever the ships, but they made the choice that they'd rather die than to continue be to be That's in bondage. Right. Um there and just like uh bro brother said down there, um there were more, there were way more people who tried to rebel than Nat Turner. Um, mm -hmm. and there were more people who tried to help other people get to freedom than Harriet Tubman. Um, these are just the names, the few yeah, of the names that we that. hear. So there were there were people who made the choice. And this is the hardest thing people have to understand. Yes, it was going to be a fight no matter what. The thing is that we had at the time was, which helps, which helps the uh, choice argument, but hurts the, the uh, hurts us in the process is that we on these plantation per plantation of plantation plantation had the numbers. We had That's the numbers. That's we, true. And so, but we run into the same problem that we run into then that we still are facing today. You could not get enough of those on the plantation because whether it was fear because they were, or they were the conditioning or the fear of like, I know this is wrong. I know how they treat me because we knew even if yeah. you were born into it, you knew the unfair treatment. Cause remember they were doing the practices of I'm going to treat you better. If you're light skinned, I'm going to put you closer to the house or if you're mixed or whatever. Hey, so yeah. you, as a human being, you know, and understand unfair treatment, even since childhood, yes. you understand yeah. it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't want to get you. I'm going to go after you. <laughs> so it, it being enslaved was no, not a choice. Um, not for anybody, even those who was enslaving folks and then end up being enslaved themselves. Coming over here into certain things, and yes, the law never works in favor of those who are the captors. To the victor goes the spoils. So again, like in this country today, how do they keep you obedient? They put laws in place so you laws. can't break them. So back then... We would you would have to break the law, but if you feel like this is life or death, do we really? I'm trying to watch my language. Do we really give a damn about laws if you're like, yo, I'm willing to die for this, for right. my freedom? Right. And so that's my only thing is being in a choice because put it to you like this: if it wasn't for this great word called capitalism, if you left it up to us to go fight and get our freedom, we'd still be in bondage. Sure. I feel that. I feel that. And um, I want to add this. So when I hear a lot of people out here speculating that it was a choice. Right. And I'm not going to say necessarily it was a choice. So we have to think about in the time when slavery began, you go to these small towns in West Africa because it was mostly um, done in West Africa. And these are villages who are poor. And like you said, they wanted to trade with the British settlers. Now, from what I read, the slaves who were with the British settlers weren't necessarily done the way the slaves were treated, like done in the U.S. So the U.S., they they beat the slaves way worse than anything that happened over here in Britain. So for them, it could have been like this. Yes, I'm a slave. I'm going to trade my cousin off into slavery. I know that he's going to have a warm bed, a house. He's just going to have to do some work. And he's just doing this because we, we got to remember, this is kind of a custom that people still do and practice now. You marry off your daughter, right? You marry off your sons. Mm -hmm. But when you marry them off, you don't expect them to be done wrong. And when you find out they're being done wrong, you want them back, right? So we can kind of use it as, you know, in the sense of that. Slavery was a choice to that nature. I don't think the, um, the slaves who came here thought what happened to them was going to happen to them. 
Anybody want to piggyback off of that? I, I mean, again, I, I look at it from, just look at it today, okay? Okay, and I want to piggyback off of something I said in that one podcast. If you ever read, what was it, Benjamin Franklin's, uh, his observance about expansion or whatever, 1751. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. have in verses 24 through 26, mm -hmm. Benjamin Franklin tells us in 1751, that the only place where there are people of white skin color is in Saxony and in what we know as Europe. He says the whole world. He says mm -hmm. Russia, Germany. He says even in America, he said the Germans are coming in here. We came here that we might have a land for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so we are more the population. Like people think that, you know, they're more than us, you know, there's only maybe about 800,000 to maybe 1 billion white people in the world. The rest are people of color. But think about it even in America, with all of that power, like what my brother was talking about. It's something about these laws. When those laws are embedded in our head that, you know, and they, and they, and they crack that whip with that law, we mm -hmm. back down. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at the stuff that happened down in, what was it, Charleston or whatever, when they mm -hmm. rose up. Where were we at? Okay, look at the stuff that happened at the right. Capitol. You know what I'm saying? I mean, do we really rise up and take our rightful place with all that? No. We don't do it. No. Because it's something that has been embedded in us since the beginning that when they crack the whip on the wall, we down. We are conditioned. We are conditioned. Right. We, but that's a continued mentality since I'll, then and on. I'll hot take y'all real quick. Okay, let's go. So okay. I, I'll say slavery still exists, but we just name it different. We call mm. it hostess. We call it waiter. We call it butler, valet, mm. uh, janitor. Okay. Yeah. So anyone who provides a service, busboy, cook, mm. it's just a fancy term to replace slavery. I like it. Have black cooks. The ones that were in the kitchen in the in the plantations, because they there were, there were maids in there, there were cleaning people because the ones that cleaned. If you didn't have an education, but you could clean something, you you were doing that. Mm -hmm. These trades that require no um, education, they still exist today. You know, those are, those are the sad parts. It's just it's. People just don't look at it like it's still there. You just no, no, no. We don't look at it in that form anymore because mm -hmm. I'm not going to go into a restaurant and be the waitress if she doesn't get my order right. Now you might give well, her how a do we treat them? How do we treat them when they don't get it right? Okay, that's true, but there's a difference. There's a difference, and I feel like you're trying to compare apples to oranges. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm saying that it's still it's still there today. Meaning, if we don't get the 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 thing that we're looking for, we treat them. As if they're not people. Have you not seen how those individuals? I mean, I, I get it. I, the I, I they, get they it. Feel like they don't treat. They don't even get paid well. I get that. I it's really hard. do. I get that. But this is the thing. That's what that was their choice. They walked into a job. They filled out the application. They went to the interview. They did training, and then they started, and then they got paid. They have a choice whether they want to walk away or not. So the, I see what he did there. Yeah. I see what he did there. It's 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 we we only look at slavery 
you're both right, but we tend to only look at slavery through the lens, through one perspective of the lens. Basically, mm. in, in a sense, his his would be more along the lines of, but different. A modern like, day slavery. And, and, and what's that? You said he's called indentured, uh, indentured slavery. Is there servitude? servitude. Yeah. Yes. So, like, what that and indentured servitude was like one of the first earlier things they did in America too, with with it, and that's what they used to do. Anybody, you come over and you would serve your whatever case for a period of time, and then you'd be able to go. Um, but again, I get where Laura you're coming from, and I get where he's coming from. I think we, it would behoove us to only look at slavery just in the the the. The form we're used to, only looking at it that way. Yeah. Like the demeaning form of what it did to humans. It demeaned uh -huh. humans, but it still exists as a form. It's just right. dignified now. And right. people don't like really in prison. see it. Yeah. Prisons. Yeah, too. like prison like they do with in prison. The, yeah. The biggest form because you get paid cents on the dollar and you're made to go and clean out um highways and stuff on a chain gang. It's the exact same. So what I'm saying is it's like that's the indignified version of what the dignified version is, right? So you just said prisons. Prisons is the indignified version, right? Your dignity is kind of gone when you're out there in the chain gang. But then you have these ones that are out and about. Like, where's the choice? Is the choice taken from you when you're in prison? Do you yeah. have a choice? Well, yes, you, you do. You do, you do but you don't. See, that's, that's a double-edged sword there. So that's that's tricky. So there's a lot of people who are locked up in the prison system right now who shouldn't be there for some of the charges that they have just because they want to keep that person in there and get money from the government and the states to keep that butt there and do whatever they need to do to get whatever funds they need. So the, the prison system, we could definitely say that is definitely modern-day slavery it is. Uh, created for 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 the people who look like me, you, Brandon, also, and Mr. Jamar and uh, Frank. It is. And, 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 and can I have everybody consider this as well? Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know, again, if, if anybody ever read the book of People's History of the United States, where, you know, it gives an account of actual people who lived during that time. And that's why I love this book, because these records are in the Library of Congress. These records are in places that they don't even teach us these things, okay? Mm -hmm. Where you had, where the United, well, it wasn't the United States first, but they were trying to bring over Asians first to do what mm -hmm. was done and they couldn't handle it. And then the net, the first mm -hmm. ship that came over had white folks on it, in mm -hmm. slavery. And the white mm -hmm. folks was like, hell no, we ain't doing, and burn Jamestown <laughs> down. And then we get the process of where we going, where we going now. Right. And then you gotta go into, Shay's rebellion. So when the black folks started saying, and, the, and some of the and some of the white folks were even back then, this is in writing saying, "Wait a minute, this ain't right. We're gonna all come together and come up against this." And they're yeah. doing the same thing. And I yeah. always go to this Shay's rebellion. They're gonna take your jobs. They're gonna do this to you. They're gonna do that to you. And it's just like what who was that? Linda Me Johnson said, "If you make a white man feel like he's better." Mm. Then the most educated black person, you will get every piece of money out of his pocket, and he will do anything for you. Better say that. That, that sounds oh, like Randy, uh, Randy, something going on today, don't it? Randy Easter. Randy Easter said ninety-four. Huh? Randy Easter, I'm gonna read comment real quick. He said ninety-four crime bill thanks to Joe Biden. Hey. Oh. 
that can, can definitely messed that up a lot of stuff. Just can so I talk know. on that one? Go ahead, go ahead. Talk your shit. In a, in a way, yeah, and I get into it with a lot of people on Facebook about this, okay? Because the 94 <laughs> uh, crime deal first started with a Texas senator. I, I used to know his name real good. It started with a Texas senator, all right? Mm-hmm. He's the one that actually put it together. Now, how did it come together? It came together because we were dealing with a lot of drugs and different things in our community. Mm-hmm. And it was the pastors. It well, was the black crying. leaders. It was the black caucus that was saying that the government wasn't doing enough to protect our people in these communities. And so you get this Texas senator who gets his bill going after we're we're really like going off on him. Do something about this. And so uh what's his name? Kwame, what, what's his name? The senator or congressman. He was a part of it too that, that was saying y'all ain't doing enough. United Black Caucus was part of it too. Yeah, huh? The United the, the uh United Black Caucus was part of helping exactly. get that bill too. And we don't talk about this. And so then it's passed on to Joe Biden. Joe Biden picks it up because he's saying, okay, he wants to get this Women Against Violence Act passed. Mm-hmm. So he, he gets a part and, and, and they begin to put it together. Now, in his first bill he wrote, it had a lot of stuff that was dealing with helping us. Uh, it had a lot of stuff that did with uh, like education, reform. And the Republicans said, hell no. It's not enough and it's not tough enough on crimes. And we will not pass this bill unless you make it tough on crimes. And they made him get with the head of the police union. It was the head of the police union out of New York who actually wrote that bill. Now, am I saying Joe Biden doesn't have a part in it? Because, again, he had a choice to say no. He had a choice. But he wanted that woman's uh what was it, the Women's Something to, to Protect Women's Act to get uh, oh, it was in that bill. And so everybody don't realize that this 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 thing of putting us in prison started way before the 94 crime bill. It actually started with Nixon. Nixon all through mm. Reagan. That's mm. when the mm-hmm. high levels went up. Mm. Uh, it wasn't just with the 94 crime bill. What I nope. think what I think the problem with that modern day stuff that you were saying, what, what's going on today. Oh, Randy said it was. Oh, I'm sorry. Did uh, we oh, get a chance to read that comment? Okay. Uh, Randy Easter says it was also known that um, Clinton was crime girl as well. Yeah. Clinton was a part of it. Yeah. He signed it. So um, what I was, what I was uh, looking at, you know, thinking back when you were talking, there's, this modern day issue that we had back then in the, you know, during those 400 years is that you took education out. You took, you took the ability to read out. Yeah. You get, you got rid of that. I need to find my information right. today. So much easier to find information. Mm-hmm, that's true. So uh, today that information is actually being taken away as, as well. So if you look at inner city schools, cause I went to inner city schools and I went to private schools. So, mm. um, inner city schools we didn't have books man like alora could tell you we was in we was in a, a, a school using 30 year old books and using paper all, bags yeah the, to, to hide the damages to the books and the is one that one, why they I, told yeah. us we was making the book covers and really yeah. that's why they had it damn i never knew and and those books that we got new we i only remember two times that we got new books me too and it was in fifth grade and sixth grade it was, was sure was miss vanessa's class and i believe mr walcott's class 
What, what was this at? Ohio. Ohio. I'm from Warren. Yeah, we okay. were in Youngstown. Yes, I'm from Youngstown. Right. And they made it seem they made it seem so fun. They they would go yeah. look at these book covers. Uh huh. Before we actually got the book cover that had designs on it, they used to have us take a, a paper bags and cut the paper bags and tape it around the books because there was um, obscenities in the books. Like the books, you could tell went through some stuff. And that is the difference between the private schools and the public schools. The private schools wow. didn't have to worry about that. And like B said, the access to um, information, like we have more access to information than they did back then. But also, I kind of want to change gears, but then stay on the same path. So with the comment that Ye said slavery was a choice, um, it resonated to me for currently because I can't speak on 400 years ago because I wasn't there and I don't know what they went through and I didn't live through it. But I can speak to right now and I would say that Mentally, slavery is a choice now for my people and some other people. And the reason why I say that is because we we live in an era where everyone has access to something. And you have people who choose to keep at the same level of in their life, and then they blame everyone else for their shortcomings, their downfalls. People go in and out of the prison system. It's the white man's fault. It's my mama's fault. It's my daddy's fault. And I, I want to say right now that 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 slavery comment will resonate for right now. Go ahead, Jamar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, wow, it's uh, my favorite word is accountability. Um, mm -hmm. I will say this to to make us as a people feel bad, but also not feel so bad. In order for this agenda to continue, it, it they use it. It's we're not the only ones that choosing slave slavery mental slave mental slavery. Uh, we're not the only ones who choose to continue to stay in the matrix, basically. Mm, that's true. Um, I, I don't I think through ignorance of their own, a lot of people seem to think that the man is only getting over on black people. That's not right. how the system thrives, that's not that's how right. the one percent right. stay on right. top. Um, That's right. And with Good us point. being such a minority of of the numbers, they would also they also had to condition again the average normal white man. Also, again, with like you said, what Lyndon B. Johnson said to me, that sounds like yo, I have to condition them as well as I have to condition exactly. the, the, the black folks to keep everybody in place. It was easier in whatever case with us because of all the other circumstances but to keep them and make them think that yo you're superior or yo this is this, you're the better or whatever to keep them there and make them feel like we were their enemy. When it stopped working with us, if y'all don't notice, it switched to they went to now the target would be to keep the white uh, men distracted. Empowered. would be the his Empowered was like the Hispanics, Hispanics are coming to take your jobs. The yeah. Hispanics are coming to do this, 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 this. But that's always been the trick. When they first came over here to Europeans, the Irish are coming to and take your job. The, Italian, the Italians are coming to take your job. The, it it, it's always with somebody else coming to take from the the man, the white man, in order for that 1% to stay part. at the to top. And yeah. it, it's, been a, it's been a trick that's continued to work. And so, yes, we're not the only ones who keep falling victim to this. Continue right, trick. Right. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. 
Right. So I'm going to read this comment real quick and then I need to rebuttal that. So Randy Easter said people um, today try to use slavery as an excuse to say they have PTSD. Man, yo, that's <laughs> real. real. Like you wasn't even there. Like I get it that it's hurtful. It can't, that it hurts to think about it because those are my no. ancestors, but it didn't affect me directly. You know, I can't say I have PT. I, in my opinion, I don't think I can say I have PTSD from um, surgery. But Jamar, to add to your point, yo, that's so funny that you said that because every time, every time you hear about you know our Caucasian others saying things, sometimes they be like, "Yo, you're here for my job," or the the the, the Mexicans took my job. This right. person my job and it's just like i think we were talking about on your podcast like no the people who are coming here and taking things do not look like me they do not look like the mexican people the the no one who is latin a latin descent i don't want to say mexican people because that could be offensive but a latin descent there are people who are from other countries uh indian um people uh you have the asians the japanese you have the germans still come over here buying up stuff they're the ones who are replacing pretty much all the Americans, but yet you have everyday Americans who are born here, who love this country, and we're always at odds with each other. And that's that right. that slavery mentality. We're stuck in this pattern and in this cycle where we want to keep, oh, it's the white man's fault. Oh, black people are evil. Oh, white people just hate us. It's like, guys, we got to get out of that, <laughs> you know? Well, that reminds I me think, of that a podcast we had before. Sorry, Black. My bad. No, go ahead. Go ahead, bro. My bad. No, so go ahead, remember bro. the podcast when I was saying that the victim mentality? Mm-hmm. We had a previous mm-hmm. podcast about that. So, like, I grew up in the hood, right? But I also grew up in the... In Olivia, hood. I'm sorry. Olivia, if you want to comment, you can comment at any yeah. time. Just oh, just okay. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, just let us know. Nice to meet you. Hello. Nice to meet you. And, and one, one thing that got me um thinking that in that aspect is that because um from what Allura was saying and what um Black V was saying is that we have um this mentality that's being put into us that is making us feel that we're beaten down and all that stuff. But then mm-hmm. you they introduced the crack cocaine in the 70s, destroyed the entire community mm-hmm. because he, Everybody in that community was getting so prosperous, becoming very wealthy, and because the warehouses were doing so well and and manufacturing was up, it was like 98% of the workforce was out there. It was like no unemployment. And this was was like 20 years after 50s, and then you guys had the civil rights movement that went through. Everybody was doing well. It was just looking really good. You know, people were dressing nice. Gangs started forming. Because Tukey was like, we got a community, we got to take care of each other. Tukey Williams, you know, rest in peace, homie. But that dude created a good thing, but then they introduced the drugs on top of that. It destroyed Chicago, man. Chicago mm-hmm. and Detroit to this day have never recovered. Can I come back up, please? Never recovered. And it's getting worse to this day. And it's unfortunate because one, we lost the education. So Trump, unlike, nobody likes him, but he was pushing a trade initiative. He was saying, we got to get people back to learn skills. This whole education and diploma stuff and getting degrees through traditional colleges is not working. 
we have people with dumbass degrees like liberal arts and ain't getting jobs, but they're thousands of dollars in debt. But we need welders. We need um, electricians. We need we need people with skills that are in demand. And those are the things that are, were being pushed. And um, unfortunately, they retracted all those programs because you can actually get full scholarships for trades back uh, four years ago. You were able to get those. So um, I want that programs to come back because trade schools are great. I went to a trade school for IT. And I think everybody should just jump into those in-demand jobs and get certified and, and learn those skills because welders get paid ninety thousand starting. So that's those that, are well. Types. It all depends. It all depends on area because I know some. Yeah. My mother-in-law's a welder. My cousin was a welder. You it all depends on the area and experience. You go become an underwater welder. You're going to get paid six figures easy because mm -hmm. those ships need to be repaired. And mm -hmm. guess what? Ships need to those be. Those are great most. jobs military ships right so let me read this comment oh, yeah, we got a couple of comments let me read the comments so rainy easter said they'll come to do the crappiest jobs because today's society has become lazy and demand more than they're worth that's true yeah olivia you want to say something that's true oh um um no not right the second <laughs> <laughs> so <Rainy> <coughs> Said, I see more. I see more Ethiopians and Indian people driving trucks out here too. Oh, that's true. I've seen a couple of them here too. Yeah, <laughs> which was shocking. Like, what? oh, I remember what I wanted to say. Okay. What I wanted to say was, I do see now in high school more that they're beginning to push the trade programs. Like, um, locally, our two trade schools are um, doing expansion projects and growing mm -hmm. and adding new programs. And they're really pushing in the high schools. And so I think that's a great round really to see. Mm, that's awesome. That's good. Um, I know they yeah. used to do that back at Chauvin. I don't know if they still have Chauvin and Youngstown, but I know they yeah. did I that. Think so. Somebody said they do. Yeah. My son's currently incarcerated and he's going through there. They offer trade training for them. So he oh, went through a carpentry program while he was there. And he Good. gets out now the end of the month and he's coming on with a carpentry certificate. All right. Well, congratulations mm -hmm. to your son. Go ahead, Black. Go ahead, um, This is the best place for to, him. To, we, um, all of this is designed, if you go back to it, which you brought back up with the whole 70s thing. Uh, what I've learned in this country, or maybe it's just because it's, I, I tend to think, again, it's because we're Americans, we get this ideology that the world revolves around us. The world itself mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. dealing, dealing with basically overall the same issues that we're dealing with right now. This is a worldwide thing, and the only way you have a worldwide thing is because the one those the man um, <laughs> has basically succeeded in bringing us to a point to where we can't do anything, everything we need, want or can use to thrive has to go through them in shape, some shape, form, or fashion through the 1%. Mm -hmm. um, and we're all guilty of allowing this. I, uh, I whether agree. it's the, whether it's we realize, and all of us coming from Youngstown can see it, if you thought jobs and stuff left before, once they brought a Walmart, it was really done. Once they started bringing more and more of these big chains uh, to your area, more and more of the small business owners it, left um and so going back to the crack era is that it played a big part in breaking down our community where i will say is that what we 
also lack is accountability in the fact that nobody put a gun in nobody's head and said smoke this damn rock. Right. <laughs> or them refusing you know I mean? to take their help yeah. to get rehab. Right. Yeah. So we have to also hold, again, if we can't get nowhere, we'll never get nowhere if we can't hold ourselves accountable mm -hmm. and stop with this, oh, you can't say that because that'll hurt their feelings. Oh, da 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 Man, I don't give a damn about that. Listen, being a slave was not a choice. Slavery was a choice for the fact that we then mentally uh, was enslaved as well as physically, and now mentally we still, even emotionally, we are still enslaved to them. And, and it's a choice and we continue to stay because it's easier. It's easier to stay enslaved, get up, go do your job or stay in the hood and collect your little small ass uh, welfare check or sell you a little bit of drugs. It was easier in the 70s to go ahead and say like, yo, like we want to get high because what is the number one black people always, even to this day, aspire to be like the white man. And what they want to do, the white man get high off of Coke. I want to get high off of Coke. I can't afford Coke. So I'm going to go ahead and smoke crack. I can't let it go. It's addictive. And the system, the 1% is always going to thrive off of the choices we make. And the only way we change it is, one, is fuck them laws. Them laws are there basically to keep you enslaved and following in, or in the way that the regime has set up for you. So you have to, in order to get free, you have to break the fucking laws. Them, right. them laws are what keeps you enslaved. It, they are. I mean, it, 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 can, can I say this? Okay, let's go back again, because like I said, I'm I'm a big buff of history, okay? If you notice throughout time and how it starts, all right, it's the same line of people. You start with Catholicism, the Roman Catholic Church. We get into mm -hmm. Europe. It's the same group who said, we don't want to follow your laws. We don't want to do this, so we're going to go start our Church of England. Mm. The Church of England blows up. It's the same group. We don't want to follow your laws. We want to do our own thing. We want our freedom of religion. They book and go into Holland. They well, go into Holland for over 100 years and cause chaos over there. Well, well also... Holland, oh, go ahead. And then I'll Holland go said, basically, excuse the French, fuck y'all, get the hell out of here. <laughs> here. As pilgrims, get mm -hmm. here See what's over here. This is ours. This ain't Charles. This is ours for our posterity. And it's written in that constitution. Now we get back to this law thing. And I tell people <laughs> if we want to beat them, we have to get involved in that system of from the local all the way up to the federal because everything starts at the local level. We got to start running our own candidates. Because whoever controls the legislative branch of law in every community controls what can be done, what can be said, and controls the purse. And once we understand that, and then build our own lobbyists, we, who lobbies for us in Congress? Who really that go, lobbies for us? That go back to we don't have black infrastructure. Right. Thank you. Talked about we, who we need to get rid of though in order to make that happen. Al oh. Sharpton. He's been, a part, <laughs> he's been a part of like holding people back for years. Yeah. That guy's never been about making it for everybody. He's all about himself. And unfortunately, that's what recently he's been he's been doing. I mean, but that's just not that's just not him though. So I'm he's not gonna not take and I'm not gonna um, bash out um Al Sharpton. I'll do it. Don't worry. Because he has, even though he has his reasons behind doing things. 
he has had some doors open and some things have gotten done and he has shed light on some things and no one's perfect. That's just like the Catholic church. Let's let, we can go there. You know, we have all these people claiming to be the heroes for uh, the people, but they are not, they're lying in their pockets. And that's where America needs to get smart. And we need to realize that all these people who come as false saviors and claim they're going to help us. We need to do our research. We got to be diligent with our research and knowing what they have to bring to the table. I don't want to just hear you tell me what you're going to do and rah, rah, rah. I want to see you implement something. Give me right. something. Implement something first. And then we're going to see if we're going to put you in office or we're going to see if we're going to elect you here. Exactly. You're for the people. So, yeah. Or, yeah. or hide in the basement and get 81 million votes, which is outrageous. Yes. And and I was going to add on to what you were saying um, and whatever all of you have been saying, especially Frank, the, the biggest thing is, is this. And, and I, I'll harp on it and I'll harp on it because, again, slavery is a choice. It's more about the mental than the physical. And you give you give if you give them the choice, like what happened when they were sleep, when they were free, most of them stayed. They stayed. They had the choice to be free, and a lot of them stayed and be and quote unquote sharecroppers. Once we got, once they did away with the segregation, you know what's the biggest thing to suffer was black business, black owned businesses, and the black communities that was thriving. Those suffered because was black folks was like, "Whoa, we can." We always we can kept chasing white stores. Let me yes. oh, oh, let me tell you let me tell you something. It was a video that was um, that came out, um, and it was a, a white reporter. Well, it wasn't really a reporter. It was like a documentary. And the, in the documentary, the the Caucasian man said the American Negro will be willing to spend top dollar just to look good. The American Negro will. I saw spend, that. You, you seen that? Yeah. And that is the mental slavery that still has a hold on us now. Because when black people get some money, what the first thing they go do? Buy Jordan. Like mm -hmm. Give that money to the white man. And then let me go. And then let me go. Let me go sit here and take a deuce on my <laughs> fellow black people. Yeah. What That's what they afford. do. Look at, look at this. You can't afford this. I got, look at this. This just came out. This came out last week. I got this shit. Right, right. Came out. But then you see Asians, you see Koreans, you see um, uh, Mexican families. Supporting their own them. communities. Exactly. Mm -hmm. They get yeah. money and they're going to pass it down to the children. They're going to spread the wealth around. You know, it's okay, auntie, we're going to go ahead and invest in this store for you. And then when you get that money in the store, you make sure you take care of a little cousin and her sister too, and then little cousin and little sister, when y'all get y'all store, you go ahead and pass it down to little BB and little Cece, and then, you know, it keeps yeah. on, that's how they keep wealth in their family, but, you know, unfortunately, my community, and I don't want to talk down on my community like we're not nothing, we are amazing, we are, we are amazing, but we we lack we lack uh, 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 dedication. And Do you think that, do you think that is because of the development of the culture really only started in the last few hundred years, you know, so, th so there, the development of the culture in general, you know, it needs to get better over time, I guess I'm saying. No, I don't think no. that's the issue. I think the issue is they want to fit in. It's, you yeah. Know? 
it, so it, it's a black, status thing. So like there was. Oh, let me. That. Can I finish this real quick? Yeah. I'm sorry. Um. So what I was gonna say was, uh, like the comment I said about the video with um, with the uh, white guy saying that um, black people will spend top dollar. Um, it started from there and it continue is like I said, it's mental slavery and it's conditioning. So they've been conditioned from since the, since they got free to want to look and imitate, you know, Caucasians or others to feel like they finally made it or they found their place. But go ahead, B. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, um, we were we were all conditioned. Everyone in the hood conditioned that if you drive a Mercedes, you made it. If you wear if you wear a Bufu, buy us F you. You uh you made it right, and then um, if you wear Jordans, you made it, or wearing Rolexes or chains, like thirty thousand chains and stuff, mm -hmm. two chains, wearing three chains, that's false advertising. Teeth. So the yeah grills. So like me, I follow the billionaire um, logic, right? My get up, my my whole attire don't cost more than sixty dollars. I will spend so little on what I wear to the point where I don't even buy my clothes. My mom buys my clothes. My uncle's the richest man I know. And don't he wears he wears giveaway t-shirts from pharmaceutical Rip companies. Stores, man. Yep. I mean, you see, yay, yay walking around there. Hell yeah. Go ahead, Frank. And I want to go back, like I said, to what he said. We don't have any kind of infrastructure. I mean, I, I hear, like, when we talk about Kanye, I hear him, but I don't hear him. And, that, you know, people get mad at me about that. Because I'm like, how am I gonna get mad at them when they make money and they spend their money does not leave their community. Yep. It stays in their community 20 times before, before leave. another community. We only keep our dollar in our community one hour. One hour. They said 15 minutes. Wait, 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 Frank. Say that again. How long we keep our money we in our keep community? keep it in our community one hour. Mm. One hour before we spend it in somebody else's. And, and then go home, change clothes, and go spend it. Yeah, and we got to think about this. Okay, we contributed, I think it was last year, but and even more before then, $800 billion. Now think about this. The Jewish community it is only 2.4% of the population in the United but how States. Much wealth, how much wealth of the United States do but, they own? You see what I'm saying? But they have wealth because they do what? Think about it. They have a fund that they go through, all right, that if their community wants to have a business, they loan them the money, interest-free, and teach them all how to do it. When a Jewish boy turns 10, what is this, Miss Mitzvah, whatever it is? Bar Mitzvah. This guy can get almost $10,000 to $100,000 that will set him up for life mm -hmm. when he reaches 18. What's the rap, Little Dick? He, he told us, he said, they asked him, how did, how, how did you find your rap career? He said, oh, the money that I got from my big uh, bar mitzvah. <laughs> so why do people not be want to bring toys to a birthday party? They just want to show up and eat. <laughs> but they, they help. How, when have we seen each other? When, do we do anything like that? Nope. No. Do we got a fund that helps each other that we can go through uh, to? There, say, there are some that exist, but they're far and few between. I got far one. Between. And it's, we got uh, 46 million people of color in the United States and 800 billion that we put into the economy and we ain't got a pot to put in, we have no structure. Wait, 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 oh, wait, wait, wait. Can I challenge y'all? After you go ahead, Jamar, and then I'm gonna challenge y'all. Okay. We do have, every time, you know, every time we get a pot to piss in, 
we sell it and then run around telling he's a great businessman. Y'all don't understand business. Y'all don't understand business. He had ET and he sold it for a billion dollars. Y'all don't understand business. I even watched them on a breakfast club when people talk about people not owning stuff. They be like, yo, you don't understand business. No, you don't understand. They in the business of sitting there saying, I can give you the money. The ownership is what I want. The influence that that ownership has is what I want. All you're going to do with that billion dollars I just gave you is turn around and spend it on shit and give it back to me anyway. And that's what I said. That's what I said about because I said, look, he doesn't own the design. Okay, people say, well, this is this is this. I said these people made one point something billion dollars off of you in the last couple years. They don't need you no more. They can go pay one of the highest paid influencers. Even though they own the design and change all, they've been doing it for years. Well, that's so what Randy, what Randy was saying that about. too. That's what Randy was talking about. What but, are we talking about? They right. made one point eight bill, what one point some billion dollars off of him per year since he was there. That's enough money to go and get any person of influence around the world to sell an Adidas brand. Mm. Right, but let me let me challenge you guys because someone said that um, black people we need to start our own banks. And um, I forgot who said that, but this is the thing though. We could mm -hmm. do that, but unfortunately the black community falls for the okie doke every time, right? So the okie doke is, let me come set up in this neighborhood. Cause remember that show, Baycar? I want you guys to think mm, yeah. about this. You have people coming to our neighborhoods and they bait these young kids they know don't have much. And then these young kids get baited, and guess where they end up at? In the prison system. And that's yep. one, two, three young men from our community who can no longer, who might have been just as smart as they want to be, now they're sitting somewhere incarcerated, and they can't touch and influence someone else. So we got to stop falling for this okie doke too, where we just we're settling for the little chunk of change. Like you said, the welfare. And, you know, welfare is good to help you up, but then again, you got to think. It's to keep you complacent because they don't want you to go and search outside of that. Because once you start going and search outside of that, when you can make more money than what they're giving you, then you're going to become a problem because you're going to teach other black people how to do that. I mean, at least that's my standpoint on it. Mm. I, can I jump on your welfare thing? Go ahead, brother. Um, the welfare thing is, is a funny thing. It's what it, initially, what it initially set out to do, the good and the bad of it, um, most people didn't get us didn't get the setup and white america didn't get the uh, the setup either and they used to go back and forth i remember being a kid watching presidential debates and they would always bring up welfare 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 until finally i say maybe 10 10 15 years ago the white man woke up and said whoa wait a minute you mean to tell me i could go buy this crappy ass house or apartment building in a neighborhood do the very minimal things to it, fix it up to the minimal standards and rent it out. And the government, I'll say a high price, a pretty high price, and the government's going to pay the majority of that. And corporate this welfare. Person that's a, mm -hmm. in the, yep, corporate welfare. So to, they do that. Like most people don't realize, I didn't know, but I work with a whole bunch of people who are farmers that you know where the, the money for the, uh, that for the farmers that they get, because farmers all get most a lot of farmers, especially bigger ones with government assistance, it, it from, comes yeah. from the welfare act. Yep, they get their money from the welfare act too. 
it just they just don't try to refer to it, but they'll still talk down on people. Again, most of the people who own these houses in the hood aren't people that look a lot of times like. Well, now we become more inclined or onto the hookup now because we're like, yo, you mean I can buy these houses? Hood? So we're late to the party as usual. Late to it, but mm-hmm. late to it, but. And that's all it is. Why do you think none of them busy running around and more screaming about welfare? Yeah, yeah. Elon Musk, all of them. They get corporate <laughs> welfare. Yeah, it, corporate welfare. Anybody ever really just done a research on where they get their wealth from? Most of their wealth, billionaires, oh, they like get Tom corporate, Brady? corporate welfare. No, no, it wasn't Tom Brady. It was, uh, what was the name? I'm sorry, Frank. Quarterback. Brett Favre. Uh, Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Wow. It's corporate welfare. That's where they get it from. Elon Musk has gotten billions through government subsidizing. Emily Wade said right now he's doing something and, and that's why he's out here now in Reno. I mean in Las Vegas and all throughout Nevada. Because through this infrastructure bill that a lot of people don't understand what's going on, it's changing mm-hmm. the whole concept of how we do business, going towards a digital age. Infrastructure just ain't about roads and bridges. Infrastructure, they have changed the whole scope. And he is out here, just those little things that are in the batteries that power. I forgot what the name of it is. Uh Las Vegas has has the most of it. And enough of it for 80 something years to power the world. Plutonium about to get buildings off of that stuff. That's lithium ion, right? You talking about that? What you say just now? Lithium ion. Yeah, you're right. There it is. Oh, yeah, but what did I say? Uh, uh, plutonium? Like, you're about to blow up something? Like, how stupid. Look, me and one of my partners looking into it. Because the, in, 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 in out here, especially in Las Vegas, if you got a plan that can supply that, move it through sub, uh, chain supply management and logics, you're going to be a billionaire. Okay, so Frank, let me ask you this question though. So you you hear all of these politicians and uh, these these local leaders talk about they want to help black people get out of um, poverty, and as you and Jamar just said, black infrastructure could be the key for us. Why is that not taught in school? Why isn't that not being taught in our neighborhood? Why is it that we hear this from uh, the few? Like yourself and uh, Jamar, why do you? Because think? that's the that's the way they teach the they don't teach the white yeah, the, the, the white kids or the Hispanic kids. That's either. across the board. They don't. Yeah, that's across the board. Yeah. There's yeah, they, they don't want people to really know how they're getting their wealth. And, and like I tell people, if it's in wealth, a lot of it is in stock options. A lot of it, that's what it's in. A lot of it is in stock options, and. They don't want people to know that game or what they're playing. Anybody can play that game, but they don't want you to play that game. And then when you got one or two are smart enough to do it, they're going to go the other way with it. And, you know, all these troublemakers, don't listen to him. You know, they're going to always go opposite. And then what do we do? Uh, Look at him. He think he, you know. Or they're going to hit you with, you haven't paid taxes in six years. Right. They're going to hit you. Because they don't want you in that game. Unless you're coming up through them. Like, I tell, I, I, I challenge so many people when they go, oh, well, Jay-Z, Jay-Z. I said, well, who, who really owns, um, what is it called? Rock, what is it? Rock, Rock Nation. Nation. Rock Nation. I said, who really owns it? He sold it. Rock I said, who's the money behind all that? 
Who's the money behind Jay Z? Live Nation. Who's the money behind Live Nation? Mm. It's an old white billionaire at the top. Oh, or a Jewish one. Or a Jewish one. Yeah, that's what he is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, controlling the whole shebang. Wow. So my thing be like Kanye under all this. This is who at the top. You look at the music business. I said, where's the money coming? Where is it going? In the music business, everything going right back up to the top to uh what's the guy that 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 brought uh Dr. Dre on? Oh, you um, talking about Jimmy Iovine. Jimmy Iovine. Jimmy Iovine. Oh, the crook? He's the one that's at the top of it all. Mm. We don't, we have, like, 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 like my brother said, we gotta have some kind of infrastructure. We got to be able to have something that moves across the board where yeah. we're teaching our community about this, how the laws are played, how to get involved politically, how to build our own lobby, lobby system. And be able speak to that. buy senators and congressmen. And be able to buy them. You got to. Speak that. Y'all like, speak like, that. I'm, I'm going to give you something here. And a lot of people misquote this. They, a lot of people misquote this. It says, a gift will make room for you. Your, your gift will make room for you. Mm -hmm. Pastors teach this word so wrong. And they make you think it's about playing pianos and all that. Gift in the Hebrew is a bribe. Look it up. And then after that, it gives you who that bribe will influence. People in power. This you is know the word what? That actually, that makes sense, though. So that let me give you an example. Here you are, community leader. You got a great heart. Oh, you want to do something for the kids. You want to build this and you want to build this organization. And da-da-da-da-da-da, uh, okay? But here I come along. Hey, man, I like what you're doing. I like to donate $10,000 to your campaign. But by the way, I hear that there's, you know, some money out there in community development that I like to get some things done. Who going to get that contract? The person who got that gift. We don't do that. We have no type of infrastructure that walks in Congress with that law in hand, like the white boys do, and say, look, get this shit done. I, and we don't even we don't even know how to attach it in the right way to be like, yo, get it done. I don't give a fuck if you got to make it the pig fat in the bill that you pass it. Yeah, most people don't even. That's what they do. They're like, yo, if I can't get it done on the main agenda, put it right there. Da 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 da. da. I don't give a damn. I paid you this money. Most of the politicians don't even get to get on some of these important boards that do a lot of deciding things without getting money from lobbyists and paying. To get all on that certain all that and get on these certain boards and different things. They gotta pay their way in to get appointed to boards and other uh chairs and different things like that to be well, able you know to what they say you gotta pay to play. Gotta oh, pay yeah. to play. It's all it's, it's the gift and curse of uh capitalism. Everything can be bought and, and it can be everything can be sold. And That's so true. and and here's the thing, and a Frank and uh and Bevaz probably could agree, and all y'all could probably agree with me or disagree. Is that we have to we have to stop being on the fence. When I say we, us as a people, we have to decide either we're going to say fuck this broken system and right. we're going to just tear it down, or you're going to be a part of the system, be a part of the system, and fucking run the system and play the and game. The way you do and play the game. If you're going right. to play it, play the game. You know what? I've always had the idea of, and I always used to tell my husband this. 
And I was like in my 20s thinking this. I said, I wanted to purchase a compound, a uh, compound. You know how, um, you know, uh, in rural areas, they have those comp compounds where, you know, you have the Caucasians just teaching their family whatever they want to learn and teaching them how to shoot and stuff like that. I want to do that for our people. And I just felt like if we had some place where we can just teach our young black men and women uninterrupted from the rest of the world, getting them away from social media, because we, we got to admit social media can be the downfall to some of these kids and getting them away from these rap lyrics and stuff like that, just taking them somewhere secluded. And actually the, the game that you guys are spitting right now, teaching them stuff like that, because you got to realize young black kings don't know how to hunt. Most of them can't fish. Most of them can't even load a gun properly. In the hood, most houses get hit because they can't aim. You know, unfortunately, that's a sad, a sad thing that I have to reference. But that is true. Like I'm always on the fence of thinking about what if the worst because it has this has nothing to do with nothing. But what if the worst happened and we had to live back in the days where we just back with sticks and stones, just fighting each other? Because if this war in Russia actually spills over here, that's where we're gonna be at, as Brandon says. I may be vast. I'm sorry. <laughs> our, our young men, we, our young men and women would not know how to live off the land. No, you know. Mm -hmm. And I've been thinking about stuff like that. I'm like, this is something that we need to do as a people. We need to remove our children from this world. I know that sounds crazy. Oh. What do you mean, remove our children from this world? Get them away from these worldly things that are poison. You guys have to realize. Unplug them. Let's unplug them. them. Thank you. Unplug them. I like is is brainwashing at every aspect of your life like that's a, that's another podcast episode right there that's another podcast episode right there right. unplug unplug unplugging the youth save our children I, I would i would counteract that by not unplugging but more of like take away the distractions and give them the actual stuff that they need to know like hey you know you want to succeed you need to know these things like um frank was saying it's like you know you got to make sure that you read go look at these informations that all this information that's available to you and readily available because library of Congress is online. Now they've been yeah. getting all the got documents. They've been doing this as an initiative has been going on for 20 years. So they've been doing this over time. They got about, I think uh, over 50% of it scanned and they do it daily. So, you know, um, always look up the things you can and, and, if you feel some information you're being fed is incorrect, go and challenge it. If you know anything, um, you're more than welcome. Twitter now is a, a safe haven for people who want to debate. It's no longer a um, one-sided, you can't talk without being fact-checked. Now there's both sides are going to- Fact-checking is important though. But both is, sides that's important. are fact-checked. And, and you need to understand, it was only one side being removed from their ability to talk. And that was a conservative viewpoint. If you had a conservative viewpoint, you were being silenced. And now it's not happening anymore with and the whole Elon Musk takeover Twitter. That's what's most important. You have to have proper information. You need to be able to challenge that information you're given. And you need to be able to freely decide whether you want to follow that info or or find something else. Yeah, um, but I still believe in fact-checking and um, unplugging our kids. Um, being a black woman, like having... Being a black woman, having black sons. Okay, um, Olivia, was, thank you for having us. Yeah. I mean, well, thank you for having us. Thank you for being with us. <laughs> um, I will still say uh, unplug for the black kids. Um, and the reason why I say that is because 
it is so easy to get distracted and pulled in by so much. So unplugging for our children, I say, is it is going to be important because the world has had a handle on our young black men and women for so long that we have to get a grip of them and um, basically hit the reset button. That's that's my viewpoint. I'm going to stand for that. You know, it's just like I said, you know, it's just we, we got to get to a place where, again, you know, either we're going to talk it or we ain't going to talk it. I mean, we could get up there and yell and scream all day. They don't care about none of that. You can yell and scream all day. But if you ain't got the infrastructure and the money and all of that to be behind it. it I mean, what you going to do against uh, Jamie? What's his name? That's over Chase Bank. Four hundred and something billion dollars. What, what you gonna do? They can run a political campaign against you and destroy you. And right. then you have to begin to realize that if you're gonna put yourself out there, you are now getting ready to get a file on you. Yep. And you got to be willing. Now I'm not gonna say I'm a Trump fan or whatever, because I'm really not. But you got to be willing to be on some shit like they dig up something on you, show the fuck what I did do it, and what? I'm just right. like regular people out here. Right. That's how you dispel that shit. We get Hold scared it. when they Hold go it. transparent. Like Platinum piece said. Platinum just said that. You gotta be Hold like, it. that's one thing I can't say about it. You gotta be, okay, yeah, I did that. Yeah, you dig that shit up and what? Mm-hmm. You did it too. You know, throw it back on them. You know? And you yeah. gotta be ready to you gotta be ready to fight it with fire, but you gotta have that and that Frank, the, the infrastructure. Frank. 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 Yeah. Oh, 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 go ahead, B. Go ahead, B. I'm sorry. Like, what you just said is why he got so much hate, Trump, because he was a billionaire that couldn't be bought. No, he could be bought. No, no, no. Trump, Trump he, was bought. The he was bought. He was bought. He was bought. No, no. The bye. lobbyists couldn't buy him. You guys really need to look into that, especially you, Laura. You're really a hater. But let me tell I'm, you. I'm not a hater. It's facts. Trump was definitely bought. Think about it. Think about it. How much hate has that dude gotten since he initially he initiated he, he initially said I'm running for office? How much hate? And before he has that, been, him, oh, him oh, and his family has been banned from purchasing buildings in New York because they have been no. so involved. And before that hate, before that 2016, New York, every no. single rapper was saying, "Be like Trump." Who you tell me who wasn't rapping about being like Trump? They were rapping who, like being like Trump in the sense of money and just saying what you want to say. But Trump was definitely bought. Let's not let's, most men, most men like him are bought and paid for. You don't get where you're at to that <laughs> without giving favors and doing favors. I'm talking about politically, he was hated by the lobbyists. And if you try to tell me no, look it up. Because if you wait, 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 you're saying you're saying I don't I don't Thank think about you. Thank I, I, you. It, it it mattered about Millie Wade. Thank you. Was buying him. And it wasn't about the money. It was about what can you do for me for something else he wanted. So if you could sit there in whatever case and get him either votes or you could sit there and help him out with other stuff he had or in this case, sit there and hold off in, uh, investigations going on into him, or he needed some type of different things like that, or making deals for people to help get him, buy him extensions on certain loans that were coming up very soon. He was about being bought, so 
there's no person in government, period, that is above being bought. Trump, no, yes, a billionaire, man. but Trump is a billionaire whose whole mind state is about he can be bought. He would sit there and tell you, like, yo, everything is for sale. And he said it himself out of his he's, mouth. He said, if I was, go ahead, I'm sorry, Jamar, go ahead. Go, no, go ahead, go ahead, go say it, say it. He said, if I was going to ever run for president, because I don't think people forget about this interview, I will run as a Republican, Republican. because they will listen to anything. They're the dumbest party there is. And he knew he <laughs> could, you know why he knew he could run as a Republican? Because he didn't have so many favors done by them and so many favors done for them. That's why Lindsey Graham was afraid to speak out about him too much because he probably got some type of videos of Lindsey in the closet. Okay. So, okay. so you know, everybody everybody doesn't see with the greatness that we have for four years and how how things were so good <laughs> by gas being two dollars. Okay. Um, I, I you mean so you mean him riding you mean him riding off the coattails off the coattails in the economy that Obama set in place him riding the coattails of what Obama set in place and let's not forget that you're giving him credit for something that the gift and the curse of COVID was gas prices stayed down because of COVID because less people nobody were went nowhere nobody went nowhere if you don't tell it bro it you gotta the, tell it you gotta no, tell it all it you can't you can't tell it without having it the was whole the thing surplus here. of gas that we had here we were exporting it now we're not exporting we don't export anything anymore we why don't we exporting we do we lost all we still export we export more we export more now under a Biden. Huh? We export yeah, more we're exporting Biden. more under Biden right now. Yes. No, no, we're not exporting. Yes. We're yes, not we exporting. are. We're producing we are, and exporting. We are more. importing more than we're exporting. We no, are we're exporting, exporting more. We're exporting more and exporting and producing more under Biden than we did under Trump. Look, Trump. Look, look we're, actually, we're actually um, a million barrels short a day than what we were. But, but think about it. But think about it. A gas prices. I know. I know the Republican side loves to say about oh, president. presidents do she not control gas. It's all about supply and demand. Everything is supply and demand. Like I said, I'm in one of the toughest degrees that chain supply management and logistics is everything. Everything. And it's all about the supply and the demand. Everything's and, about the supply. And when the su when we, the supply we were sitting issue, our asses down for those years. Nobody was going nowhere. And I always say, if they would have sat their asses down and just let that thing ride out, whatever it was going to do, we wouldn't have this high price of shit. But inflation is just not in the United States of America. It's, it's a world. It's all over the it's damn world. world. Crazy. Yeah, world. I mean, I know a lot, though. Trump took me out with that Kung Fu. Higher than the United Straight States. Straight out with that Kung Fu. I said, yeah. Lord, he ain't got no chill. <laughs> yeah, you know, it ain't, it, it, it's high all over the damn world. It's places in, in the world that are that prices and gas prices are like eight, nine dollars a gallon. That is true. More than in the United States. Biden ain't got no control over that. No, that that would happen around the world. Capitalism, baby. Before. Capitalism. You gotta think Cap about the tax breaks, okay? The tax breaks, if you really read it, who did it really help? All the rich. Number one, they said the tax breaks. Well, he wrote that, he wrote that to help the, the rich though. And, and um, they already had a surplus, and now they yeah. even got more money. Who they hire? Mm -hmm. Who they hire? Oh, that's what I wanted to say. Because somebody said something about trade. Somebody said we have all these trades, and I was like, 
But I, I hear all these jobs talking about they're looking for employees, but they don't be hiring people. They don't be hiring people. You hear all these trades. Oh, we need we need employees. We need this. But then I've been seeing so many people say they go, they apply for the jobs, and they're still not getting these jobs. It's still and it's a huh? still gap. It's a I, still I, gap. I, like I said, a lot of stuff. <laughs> you got to look at the record, though. A lot of stuff he did build off of because the person who had the highest who brought it down the most was Obama. It was at nine points. He so rolled he away. It, he brought it down like nine points. Then Trump came in and brought it down like another two points, or something mm -hmm. like two points, one point, some points. And he said, oh, I got black unemployment down. No, the person who brought no. it down the most was Obama in Obama. history. The black he rolled unemployment. It went back up. Now, Biden has gotten it back down to three points something. Now, we'll it's say about to go back up. But we can say that Trump did kind of help assist get the food to the black families. And I, I can say that. I will say this about Trump. Under him, paychecks did rise. They did rise. Give him that. Him. Paychecks did rise. I can't criticize without giving props, or I'm, I'm basically just right. a biased ass right. master. And so, I listen, be vast. I'm willing to ride with you on some things, but I'm not going to give that man credit for things that he just, he just, he had one job. Don't fuck it up. And he knew that. He knew all he had to do was just come in and ride the wave. And he, only he was doing a good job. Jobs, man. Yeah, he, he was doing a good you know, job you until know those, COVID wait, came. Okay. So you're saying the six million jobs that were created weren't robust and we didn't have a great... Their president well, they were some some more jobs was, than that. They were trickled down no, from Obama. Who did you say? Who, who? Their president created way more jobs than that. But... Mm -hmm. Way but more. he unleashed a a uh, thriving business that was being held back for years, and now that thriving business is now in jeopardy. If you guys haven't realized Which what's business? going on today with inflation, huh? What business? Which business? The oil, natural gas. It's no. It's always been thriving. It's, it's, thriving. it's always not, been thriving. It's not thriving as let me, it was. Let me read that, this comment really wait, quick. You mean so Exxon just made their highest grossing? Exxon just made their highest grossing. And they, Whatever, stopped, and they were they stopped the federal leases, like doing all that. These businesses cannot keep up with the demand now. It's harder now to find oil, and they can't even get the, the permits. So they say there's all these leases, right? But these permits aren't there. And the drilling, they've done the drilling in those in those lands that the that government says they're available. There's no oil there. The ones right. that have the oil. They can't get them because Biden says nope. No, and why would we Fetterman do that as gets a country? In, in Pennsylvania? If Fetterman gets voted mm -hmm. in, that goes away all all completely. He just now changed his his narrative, saying, "Oh, I support fracking." He says that now because they're losing. You mm -hmm. gotta see what's happening out there because I okay. But why would we do? But okay, but well, here's the thing: it's bad. Why would here? This is the difference between. And let me not. This is why I don't like Trump. Trump thinks like. A businessman, but yeah, Trump great. thinks like a business. No, that's not great. You don't run a country. You can't run a country it's like two a business. Things. It's, two it's, two it's two different things. A, biz a businessman sees a office and be like, "Yo, why are we spending billions of dollars a year, hundreds of millions of dollars a year on this office?" Da 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 da. Close it down. We don't need it. Next thing you know, a pandemic happens. Who handles that? The office of pandemics that you close. We what makes this country so great is well, that's, that and that's what actually our, happened. That's what yeah, actually happened. That's, 
our us as a as a country, uh, this is why you can't have a businessman. As a country, we spend billions and millions of dollars for influence over the world, having military bases there, giving them aid. So when we want something or we want to do something, how dare you tell us no? You tell us no, you now rely on us. So because it's not again, just like the one percent, the money doesn't matter. It's the influence. It's the, it's the control I have. That's the way America has always operated. Do you know who stole our thing and is using it and gaining more influence around the world, especially rich places? China. China, China. doesn't care about the money. It's about the influence. They influence. took the American model and flipped it. Trump so, got everybody running around thinking, I'm a great businessman. We're paying all this money. We're paying more than our fair share of NATO and all this other stuff. You want to know why we pay? Because we control and decide when the hell we going in something and when we not. We like the control. That's what it's about. A businessman can I mean, see that because he only see. But we want it because for the control. Again, to us, it's not about the money. It's about the control. We like to dictate things to our terms. And we with the biggest purse gets to do that. Okay, That's so, the difference uh, between Trump and, and Oh, I'm sorry. Let me read this comment and you can go ahead. He said, "Is he has a comment for you. He said, is America not a corporation? Right. Hmm. Uh, I know what is people say. <laughs> 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 I know what people say. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Plot, uh-oh. the haymaker now. <laughs> and the best CEO we had. And the best CEO we had, I mean... I, I, the I, I know the conspiracies that go on and, and they talk about the corporation of the United States of America. The greatest. <laughs> you'll see nice. when it's 2024. You'll see. And you're going to see next week when the when the Republicans win both the House and the Senate. And you're going to see in 2024 when, when Trump goes and wins again. We're going to have nah. everything that we had four years ago. It's going to come all back again. It's going to be great. The you guys are going to be shocked. The country is going to be even more divided. We don't need him no, all this right now. Division. Just look at it from this perspective. We all want to have money in our pockets. I know about to vote Trump back in because he didn't have bail safe, out. He ain't bail out safe homes. Hold on. We want to have safe homes free from crime, right? We don't want any problems when it comes to the – we don't want any problems when it comes to other countries. We don't want missile tests happening in North Korea. We don't want, it, we don't want Iran to have nukes. We don't want a war over there in Ukraine. But guess what happened when Biden came in? All of that. You know why? Because the world sees weakness. And I'm going to tell you right now what's going to happen in January. If it ain't already going to happen after the Chinese New Year, Taiwan will be invaded by China because Biden is weak. He shows weakness. The world. Trump was going to let him. What do you talk about? Trump was okay with it. He didn't care. Nope. He was not going to let it happen. He, he, told, he, didn't, he did not he care. He told Russia to their face. If you invade Ukraine, I will make you not exist. He told North Korea. If he you did lock, again, yeah, he lied, but he didn't care. I, I, I guarantee you. You're mean, gonna, it's gonna appear, everything you said is right. It will appear that way. And it will appear that way, except for the fact that in the long term, it will come back. And it will bite us in the ass. It will appear that way because Trump will give you the falsehood that he gave you everything you wanted. Just like for the past few years, you've been living under the falsehood that he did all these great things. He didn't do nothing. He didn't pass hardly any policies except for one. And that was a crime bill. Everything else, he just had to sit back and not fuck it up. He just did a whole bunch of this. 
Yeah, I, 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 I agree with that, and I disagree. Um, so, well, what I agree with is that they do. They are trying this because they do view Biden this week. Um, that is a fact. I, I I'm, I'm not gonna ride for Biden. I'm not gonna ride for Biden. He's but, a weak ass dude. But what I what I believe and what I think is that. Trump and Putin were in bed together and he told Putin because Putin and China are in bed together. They're homies. He told Putin, I give you what you want. Do what you need. Just don't be letting the wars pop off. Tell your homies to cool out. That's what that was about. And then China told North Korea, listen, you're going to either get with us and chill out for now because we all doing this. This is the plan. And if you get out of line, we'll come fuck you up because North Korea is not going to challenge China and China's not going to challenge Russia. That's just how it is. And I believe that Biden, not Biden, but Trump had an alliance with them. Hey, you you chill for a little bit. I'll throw you this and this and that. No. I'll let these, I won't put sanctions on you if you do this. I'm going to look past this. I believe that's a relationship that they had and it appeared to the U.S. people that Trump feared Putin because Putin, because uh, Trump is this, Trump wasn't nobody to fear, bro. No, it was hey, let, let me put, let me put it like this, man. As a former military person, the, the United States be it's all facade. Let me tell you something, man. Ain't no military on this planet can fuck with us. Trust me. Not with what we got. Excuse the language. What what we have. They don't mess with what us. we That's have, dude. There is not one. Not even Russia. Russia don't even got enough money. Those Marines. They don't mess what, with us. Don't, you should know that, thing. Oh. I know, but I know Army, baby. Army not one, nobody can mess with us. No, a lot no, of times not, when we you're, going you're over talking there, military, but you're not talking geopolitics. What, Let me what, once we go over there, a lot of that stuff is all about money. It's all about money. You know that, bro. So politics when you go into the geopolitics side, why everything's looking chaotic right now and why we're not we look that's, that's like just the cost of war behind the scene is all about money. But behind the you, scene, it's all about when, weapons. It's yeah, all about military industrial complex. I get what, what B's be saying though, though. Yeah, but Laura, B, yeah, I get what you're saying, B. Yeah, well, Laura, you were mentioning that um when you said that they were all in bed together. But let me tell you, that's not what happened. What happened is Trump saw a serious problem with the geopolitics foreign relations, right? He created the Abraham Accords. He kept asking them, what is it that you need over here in Saudi Arabia? why you are attacking these countries or why you feel they're threatening to you. He sat those guys down and even got Israel involved and was like, what's wrong? Had them talking to each other. These leaders never talked to each other. Yes, they have. You remember? Yes, they have. Yes, they did. Not with a When Korea was shooting those missiles, China didn't say nothing at first and then they told them to chill out. Jerusalem has an embassy now, and you know who promised them an embassy? Carter. But what they got to do with the price of tea in it China? Was Forty years, years of just things never happening. What? Well, hang on. Yeah, and then, Trump and then came in and he was like, "All got an amazing deal I'm sorry. Go ahead. Then his son-in-law went and got an amazing multi-billion dollar deal. Yeah, no, hold on, hold on. That's why he's under investigation. That was shady as hell. No, that whole no, 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 no. I don't, yeah, I don't agree with is. That. that was shady as hell. And that dude has some shady business dealings here in Jersey when he was messing around with those apartment complexes and infecting. And that's why they're banned too, because of some of the stuff that he had Yo, his name Kushner on. The boy is banned. The Trump organization is is a, is a, listen, a charity. I, I'm not mad at the dude for that, um, doing what everybody else did. Lying yeah, on his taxes, cheating to get ahead. He he's no like like Frank said, 
Y'all do it. I do it. And whatever the case. I mean, it's cool when they do it. It's cool when they I tell everybody, and they missed it in the debate. He told Hillary, he said, look, if you didn't like what I was doing as a senator, you should have changed the laws. Okay? He changed the laws. He said that. He said that. He said that. And that's what he did. He got in the White House. That's what he's talking about. They changed the game with inside the law. And if either we would like you say, say, fuck it and burn it down, or we gonna all get together and say, let's play the game like they play the game. Yeah, we play, play the game, and we we will not. You gotta be willing to play the game if you want to get what they have. You gotta play the game. Right, but guys, we gotta wrap this up. <laughs> this Thank you for having me. Thank you. No for problem, y'all. Listen, y'all. Y'all three together, I love it. I love it because I get all of you oh, guys. Oh, yeah, be bad is my dude, man. Be yes, and, and guys, y'all see how blessed right, right. I am. Y'all see how blessed I am. I have three intelligent men to sit here and talk to me, educate me, and educate you guys. I love it so much. So this is what uh, 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 beauty looks like. This is a thing of beauty right here. So don't be sleeping on these men out here. I'm all pro men, okay? So we always uh, forget to uh, uplift our men. And right here, right now, I want to uplift all three of you guys and tell you guys um, to keep pushing. All three of these men have something going on in their lives that is amazing. And not everyday people can do this. So we got Mr. Frank, who is in law school right now, also a realtor. Go, go ahead, sir. Tip your hat. Tip your, <laughs> tip your hat. Right, we got my homeboy Jamar here. And Jamar is he's a serial entrepreneur. Okay. This man got business on top of business on top of business. He out here trying to get to the coins. It is. But I just put my faith in amazing people and try to help them see their dreams. While my dream is to help people see their dreams. So I'm just blessed. I'm just blessed. I believe I in people it. and don't mind in putting something behind them to achieve what they want to achieve. I love um, that. And then we got we got my BFF, my favorite person in the world. Y'all see me uh, and him bump heads from time to time. But let me tell you guys, this man is so amazing. He is so smart. He is so dope. Homeboy is going to be going to Croatia. Yeah. Croatia. I go to Penn State University. So um that's one of the things I'm doing cybersecurity. All right. I also intern at a spot called Universal Health Services. I'm an information security analyst there. That's my boy. And I got 10 years in IT. Yes. That's what's up. And Ooh, that's man. I wanna I wanna let you guys know. Anyone who was watching this video, and we got my boy Platinum P. He is not yeah, one here, chat. but he's definitely in the comments. He the one who he the one who had that comment and I hit them with that haymaker. But anyway, <laughs> but anyways, uh, I just want you guys to know anyone who's watching, you guys seeing these three men right here. If you guys have past criminal records, if you guys feeling discouraged and you don't feel like you are anything or you can make it, just look at these men. Did one of them told you that he lived in the hood? You know, the other one tell you he is trying his hand in everything. And then we have this other black king right here. Who's just sitting here like I'm a realtor in law school? So, and, and, and may I say to help those brothers, go don't ahead. look at just a realtor because I've all I, I've been there. I I got I, I spent time because you know I I got hit for you know, and I'm just being honest, you know, drug conviction. You know what I'm saying? And 
they told me I would go back. Even though I was in school, all this other stuff. Oh, wow. so I, I was on a big league. <laughs> trust me, I was there at that top with it. And they told me I would never make it, but I'm here. And if you have a determination, nobody can tell you what you can't do. They told me I wouldn't be a realist. Told me I wouldn't get in law school. Told me I wouldn't. But you know what? I'm here. Amen. So you can do it. Yeah, the Slavery road ain't the choice. Ain't yeah, the road ain't closed <laughs> because of that. You know, I'm, I suffer from bipolar disorder. I also have a conviction myself, um, domestic violence, only because um, during that time, I had like a really dark uh, situation going on with my dad passing away. I had problems in the Marine Corps. My command completely turned their back on me. Um, the ex-wife and I were fighting and I was just like, I was so not well. But what was this? Like 13 years later, I've been rehabilitated and I have medication and I have the treatment and I have like an understanding of what I have. So understanding that, if I knew freaking 15 years ago what I was suffering from, I probably wouldn't have done any of those things because I'm not a violent person at heart. I was mm -hmm. trained to kill, but I don't like that's not my first resort. I try to like have a conversation, debate, try to like find out what the thought process of, process of the person who's angry with me. I like, try mm -hmm. to get along with everybody. Right. So um, that's like why, you know, I went from there to become an IT professional and and I make you know a difference by helping others. Yes, and the main the main the main thing that he said was he took control of his life, and that's what all mm -hmm. of the all of these gentlemen right. basically said: take control of your life. Um, and then you don't have to be a person of color; you don't have to be Latin. For whoever this comes across, if this is for you, you take this and you apply it in your life. Do not give up on yourselves, you guys. You have to believe in your greatness because. No one else can believe in you if you don't believe in you. They'll only see your greatness when you let us shine through. So I'm going to end this podcast tonight. And I want to thank you guys so much for being here. I appreciate all of you guys. Wow. All you guys know, make sure if you have not subscribed to this channel, hit that subscribe button. Subscribe to your girl's channel. Follow us on Apple Podcasts and um, Spotify, all those streaming services. We're there. Bye, y'all. Be safe. Mm, all right.